Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the education section. So this episode is going to be on minimising poor sessions. The reason why I'm basically creating this episode is the fewer poor sessions we can have, the more muscle tissue we can build while gaining and the more muscle tissue we can build or retain while we are dieting. So as a result, regardless of what phase we're in, if we can have more productive sessions more consistently, usually we will visually look better, we will get better results from it and uh, the reason why I say look better is because sometimes in a fat loss phase that might mean your body weight doesn't drop as much because you might be, let's say, building muscle during the, during the process, Spe- especially if you're new to training or throughout the early stages of the dieting phase, it's definitely possible to do so. So yeah, looking better doesn't always equate to being lighter and if let's say we can perform better when we're in a dieting phase, we're going to have mus- more muscle at the end of it which will mean we will be burning more calories at rest on a daily basis due to basically muscles demanding calories to just stay on our frame and as well as that if we can make sure that we are maintaining as much muscle or building as much muscle as we can we will just look better because a more heavily muscled individual will usually look like they have more shape they'll look cleaner they'll look more toned and the reason being is if let's say you've got like let's say big shoulders, a big back and uh, let's say big quads, uh, you'll have the illusion of let's say a smaller waist for example. And in terms of how we measure good performance and how we ensure good performance, so good performance on my end is when you can progress and maintain your lifts effectively, obviously depending on what phase you're in and what part of the phase you're in, but for the most part it's very rare that we should be just maintaining even dieting I believe we can still progress our lifts obviously depends how lean you're getting what stage of the dieting phase you're in and how consistent you are outside the gym will influence that Uh, but yeah so a good session is one where we can maintain or progress performance not one where we necessarily get a pump not one where we usually train super hard and get a good sweat on they're not good metrics for performing well because you can jump in a sauna, sweat, that doesn't mean you're building muscle. You could go for a run and be super tired, that also doesn't mean you're building muscle. So what we should do to measure good performance is how is our performance or how how to know if we've had a good session is how are we performing? Are we progressing our lifts? Are we maintaining our lifts? Are we stimulating the desired body part effectively? Yeah, so poor se- sessions don't just happen for no reason. Sometimes like very very rarely they can but usually there's underlying reason behind it and they can happen due to like a lack of consistency or effort in some areas which we'll get to so the more variables you can control the more boxes you can tick outside the gym effectively meaning the more you can nail all your variables the fewer poor sessions you'll have they are somewhat controllable you can control if you're going to have a poor session or not by your consistency outside the gym because we know it's not just what we do inside the gym it's what we do outside the gym that will ensure we progress so typically what I believe poor sessions can happen due to is lack of effort mindset being in a good spot suboptimal nutrition having poor sleep quality and or duration poor exercise setup and execution and exercise programming being poor and I'm going to go through every single one highlighting some points that you could consider in regards to why you didn't have a good session and how you can potentially put in a better spot for the future so first one is lack of effort as you get stronger and stronger 
progression somewhat get harder to come by. The weight will feel heavier, although you can, but let's say, progress. If, let's say, you're progressing your exercise, like a barbell back squat, eventually, like, regardless of the weight, it just feels difficult. You feel like you're going to get crushed, regardless if, let's say, you've got five reps there in the tank or a rep there in the tank. It still feels difficult. So progressions will become harder to come by the more uh, the more you've been training, the longer you've been in the gym progressing for. Because if, let's say, you go in the gym the first time, because it's that new to you, progressions will be super easy. It will be super easy to progress your lifts. Whereas if you've been in it for five years, a lift's going to be much more demanding and difficult to progress. So as you get stronger, it will be harder to progress movements. So that means it will require more effort and consistency to progress them. So if, let's say, you got away with half-assing effort when you're first getting into the gym, you may have. But now that you're, let's say, more, more, uh, let's say, further into your training career, you are more experienced, effort's probably going to be harder. And effort can be the bottleneck of progress because I've had many times a client sends me form clips and they say they regress or they struggle to progress their exercises. But I look at the form clip and they either don't attempt another rep or they make a poor attempt meaning they try it for a second but then give up too soon or and also as well as that their last rep that they do is fast which tells me they've got more in the tank which is fine if you're in that situation it's fine uh, it's something that you can work on however and what I mean by that is like it takes time to practice training hard but just make sure it's something you always try and do I've not that, not that there isn't people more experienced than me, uh, but just for example, I've trained for like five years now. I still try and train harder. And that's after obviously spending 10 years before that doing judo at a reasonable level. And what I mean by that is like effort takes time. Even if you've done a sport beforehand and you've pushed yourself in that sport, effort takes time to develop effort while maintaining good form. So it may be extreme. This is a really extreme example, but it gets the point across. If someone had a gun to your head and told you do another rep or they pull the trigger, would you get another rep? It is very extreme, a bit over the top, and uh, you might think it's a weird, weird example, but it just puts a point across of could you give more effort to your sets? Could you have got that extra rep if someone did do that to you? Uh, if so, that's what we kind of want to have in terms of our effort level in every single set when it comes to the gym because it will ultimately show in our results. So every single set is an opportunity to get better, opportunity to progress and improve your body composition. So each, make sure each one you're given maximum effort. And next is a poor mindset. So a big part of progression in the gym is the right mindset. And you hear about this with like athletes and other sports at a high level. Uh, usually the ones at the top aren't ones that are like, oh, I might win, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll see how I'm feeling on the day. I'm not sure if I'll do well. Uh, they're, they're confident. They've got confidence in their ability. Well, most athletes at the top of any sport. So if you go into your sets thinking, ah, I'm not sure if I'll be able to progress it. I'll see how I do. I'm not feeling the best of the day. Uh, I'll try. You're probably not going to progress your sets. If you go in with some aggression, high level of energy and confidence and uh, in the right headspace and telling yourself, I'm going to lift this. I'm not, let's say, leaving the set without progressing it. I'm going to do this. It's just down to me. And you tell yourself the weight's light, it's easy. Then it's going to be to an extent. 
So the progression is ultimately, a large extent, a choice. And it's a choice in terms of your effort and your mindset. And it's yours to make. So going to sets wanting it, telling yourself you'll get that rep, that you're not leaving without it, and that the weight's light. And tell yourself like positive affirmations, like why you should be doing it. Like If like there's folk around you who's lifting more, just be like, they're doing it, so why can't I? Or tell yourself, right, I've been so consistent outside the gym, I've ticked all my boxes, so it's going to move, it's going to progress. So yeah, part of it's a poor mindset. See, if you tell yourself you've not got another rep, you probably won't get it. I've had it time and time again. Whenever I've got a bit of doubt, whenever like doubt sets in, it really impacts your ability to progress your lifts. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's shown and shown again. People like at top of sports, high level, they, they go and they've got like a positive mindset there. They've got a lot of confidence. And same with people who are, let's say, even if you're not a bodybuilder, people who, let's say, bodybuilding, they are got to like a high level. They believe in their ability inside and outside the gym. And next up after mindset is suboptimal nutrition. So if your nutrition's not in a good spot, that can affect our ability to perform when it comes to our sessions. I'd say more so pre-workout. Post-workout, like eating after your session, in other words, is still important for your ability to recover for your next session. But pre-workout is probably going to have a greater impact on performance on that day. Because obviously, your pre-workout is before your session. Uh, what you eat after isn't going to affect the session that you've just done to an extent, obviously. It's going to affect maybe progressions in the long term and the next time you go in the gym, but not that direct session because obviously you've already done it. So when it comes to our nutrition, it's important we're consuming adequate amount of calories in each macronutrient so that we can perform well. Specifically short term, total calories and carbohydrates are kind of what matters most. Carbohydrates are our main source of energy. Uh, we utilise them best for energy, more than carbs and fats. Uh, so having like some pre-workout is a great spot to be in, 70 to 80 grams worth, uh, ideally. And also fat slows the digestion of carbohydrates, uh, which means you don't release carbs as fast if you've got a lot of, or if you've got fat in your meal or in your diet. So it's great to maintain steady blood sugar levels, which is what we want because when blood sugar drops during training, which uh, is influenced by carbohydrates, so can energy and performance, meaning we want to keep it elevated and we want a steady release of carbohydrates and fat to keep it elevated throughout our sessions. And also it's a good idea to just in general accompany meals with protein, which helps us recover, build muscle tissue, uh, but yeah. So what I'd say is, if you want to follow those guidelines, that would be absolutely magic, having like 25 grams of protein, uh, 10 to 15 grams of fat, and 70 grams of carbohydrates before your session. It does mean some of your meals at other points a day, you might not be able to eat as much, which can be a bit more difficult if it's diet, if you're dieting, but it's going to have a massive effect on your ability to perform. And it's also important we go into sessions hydrated through having appropriate water and electrolyte consumption. And what that will basically look like is salting your meals and having your urine close to clear. And that's going to mean when you step in the gym, you're going to definitely be able to perform well. And there's no doubt about it. And there's also videos on things like nutrition and hydration in the education section as well. So be sure to check them out if you want to learn more. I'm kind of just touching on the areas. I'm not going like a really deep dive into each just for the purpose of this video. Uh, on that topic, next up is sleep, which I do have. Uh, a few educational videos on in regards to the importance of it, how to sleep effectively, and the importance of, let's say, your sleep and wake time.
So, poor sleep can harm your ability to train, recover and your motivation to train. I've got other videos on sleep but some good basics to try and put in place is a consistent sleep and wake time, not having caffeine super late, not having it in crazy high amounts and sleeping in a cool and lastly a dark environment is key. So yeah, the better we can sleep the better we're going to perform when it comes to our sessions and better we're going to recover and the more our energy will be and our motivation to train will typically be higher. Nobody's motivation is through the roof when you're feeling absolutely drained and tired really or very rarely. So next up is exercise setup and execution. So set up, when you're doing exercises in the gym you want to set up and perform every single exercise with let's say the same form and what I mean by that is you don't want to let's say just go through the motions when it comes to your warm-ups you want to make sure when you're doing every exercise your warm-ups, execution and the machine settings are the same just so you've got a standardized environment because if let's say you're constantly changing the height of a machine that's going to change maybe how difficult or easy it is it means progress won't be as comparable on a weekly basis and you're not as used to that movement pattern so make sure your setup and execution is the exact same on a weekly basis because everything is if sorry if everything is the same nothing will go wrong or it'll be much less likely to go wrong so if you're not let's say creating maximum stability with the setup bracing well and warming up effectively then you aren't setting yourself up for success i've also got a education a video in the education section on how to warm up effectively which is very valuable but basically what's good to do is taper your reps down as the weight gets heavier during your warm-ups and also are you like when you're doing a movement are you bracing well are you practicing your form on your warm-ups are you maybe are you creating tightness with muscles that aren't working for example are you using leg drive when you're doing pressing movements are you keeping your feet planted and are you maybe keeping your core tight when you're doing things like uh like maybe a squat and are you creating stability with like the barbell on your back by pulling the bar down things like that so it's not just about what the what the working muscles doing it's about what's the uh, non-working muscle doing as well and how can we basically create a more stable environment because the more stable we are the more force we can simply produce so next up is exercise programming obviously you you may or you were either you're currently under my wing or you were under my wing in terms of being coached by myself if you're probably watching this video uh, but so these will hopefully not be in a bad spot i am sure that i will have them all in a good spot sometimes they might not be sometimes we might let's say underestimate or overestimate what you can do or recover from or maybe structure it in a way that's maybe not perfect uh, and there's no perfect way to structure a session as well if let's say you have something before another movement the other movement will suffer to an extent so you can't have let's say a perfect setup and it's about prioritization uh, because you can't prioritize everything at the same time and what it says with exercise programming are you doing a poor amount of volume to grant you progress are you doing too little or too much uh, for the most part too much will mean you'll be sore going into the next session or you will let's say not be fully committing to the sets you're currently doing due to having a high amount in total and if let's say you're doing too little sets you might not be able to progress at as fast as you can what it says it's good to let's say be slightly below as much as you possibly can if you're new to training because I'd rather see someone do less sets but try and get more out of them than do as much sets as they possibly can with and let's say 
perform less effort because if you're new to training you're probably not got the best ability to to train hard so it's good to let's say be on slightly lower end so that you can work on your intensity next up are you changing movements or missing sessions if let's say you are changing movements you're not letting yourself get the ability to get used to a movement pattern and uh, progress your true level of strength on it and with the missing sessions we want to ideally repeat sessions frequently so that we have the ability to progress those movements because if we miss them we're not used to the movement pattern we basically miss a week of potential progressions for that one session unless we obviously do it on a different day but it's good to like try and get them done on the desired day because if let's say we are let's say doing all five sessions without a rest day then that's going to lead us to be fatigued going into each session and uh, maybe our muscles not fully recovered so are you let's say repeating the same movements in the same order and ticking those sessions off on a weekly basis if you let's say you are missing sessions every week but you're annoyed about not progressing then it is your own fault to an extent well not to an extent it is your own fault if you want to let's say progress your lifts and maximize your progress your actions should reflect that uh, so yeah it's important to also have like adequate recovery session to session meaning enough rest in between it for example you don't want to train back on monday and then go into tuesday and train back again uh, you want a rest day in between at least one really and obviously you could sit some people could argue it's good to let's say or you can get away with training arms every day that sort of thing if your arms are a lagging body part but your arms are like every other body part just because they're not super sore to touch you might not want to just so you are definitely fresh and you can do quality work heading into your next session also are we managing central nervous system fatigue so not doing too much uh, and managing stress outside the gym more so ticking our boxes outside the gym in terms of sleep managing stress because if you're new to training you shouldn't worry about fatigue a lot what you should worry about is recovery outside the gym more so meaning not doing less but just doing more in terms of doing more to recover like sleeping well and managing your stress better because most people can do so more effectively and beginners don't really have to worry about let's say deloading when you're new to the gym or they shouldn't unless they're doing a lot wrong and next up is exercise order so are you doing movements in a poor order that's not allowing you to progress well for example if your first exercise is let's say you're doing let's say a four sets and a double drop set could you argue that that could be better placed later in the session or you could distribute your volume more effectively because those high intensity techniques and the amount of sets in your first set could be taken away from the movements later in the session and the uh, exercise order is something valuable to look at for example you can put movements before others without sacrificing the following movements much for example if you put a lateral raise before doing a press you're probably not going to uh, sacrifice your performance during that press if you're doing a doctor machine before doing a squat you're probably not going to harm harm your performance when it comes to the squat much so to conclude the more we can control external variables outside the gym the more likely we are to progress from there it comes down to your mindset and also effort in the gym and what i'd recommend is go through almost like a checklist approach was the nutrition meal? Are you sleeping well? How were your effort and mindset? Basically going through everything and thinking what was in a good spot, what wasn't. And if you're really routined and you keep things the same, it will be easy to see what is different. And if everything's nailed, some movements could have potentially just stalled, meaning they've stopped progressing. Because you can't just eventually, you can't just like keep progressing at the rate you can when you first do an exercise because if so, if you keep putting, let's say, five kilos on a lift every single week, you'll eventually be lifting 
a absolutely ridiculous amount of weight and you'd have world records for that movement. Uh, whereas that's probably not possible long term. So it's about swapping it out if it's stalled for a long period or creating novelty by changing the maybe control you're lifting, maybe resetting that movement or implementing a pause somewhere or changing your grip to make it feel slightly different and to kind of create a bit of variation so you continue progressing it. So I hope this episode helped in regards to like handling poor sessions, why you have poor sessions and how to prevent them as much as possible and hope everyone has a great rest of their day.